the Bill Michael Show. How are you? Good stuff today. A lot of good stuff. We got good stuff on the horizon. I mean, obviously, we're giving you the uh, the analysis of the Green Bay Packers draft continuously. But then you've got Brewers and Reds coming up tonight. You got the Celtics hosting the Bucks game. To- oh, speaking of that, speaking of that, uh, two people had texted me or not texted me, but uh, instant messaged me during uh, the last two breaks. So uh, I told you I was checking with because uh, you're in Boston. Okay, so hang in there. Uh, this is what. What I wanted to check with my Boston aficionado, because Kristen is from that area. So she said, okay, uh, the place we went for the uh, the marketplace at Fennel, Fennel, Hall Fish, or Fennel, Fennel Hall Market, okay, Salty Dog. The Salty Dog is the great little seafood place we went to. Uh, the Yard House is really good. Then there's the Cask and Flagon right outside the center field wall of uh, Fenway. An iconic pregame bar for anything now the cask and flag is a little bit further away from the actual downtown arena but if you're going to uber who cares so if you're listening to the program and you're still in boston uh the salty dog right there at the fennel hall marketplace really good stuff we had such a great time there i got to admit we were ubering and i got gassed went in there had some seafood had some beers then after that we went up to little italy walked around there a little bit but the cask and flagon iconic that's that's right outside the center field wall of uh, Fenway. That's where you go. There's the yard house and then the salty dog. So I went to my uh, my East Coast Boston affiliate that is Kristen to get the advice. Thank you for asking, though. 877-867-1670. If you want to chime in, feel free. Uh, this one's from, uh, who's this from? This is from Hal. Hal says, uh, Brewers getting a sweep seems a little unlikely. Uh, The Reds have only won three games, but don't you feel that they're due? There are gods in baseball that have things begin to equal out. Uh, You know, here's the thing, Hal. You are only as good as that day's starting pitcher, right? Can we just kind of be honest here? You're only as good as that day's starting pitcher. You know, every pitcher can have a day. Today you got Brandon Woodruff on the hill. Tyler Maley, who is sitting there, he's one of their best pitchers. He's one in three, 645 ERA. All right. He's not throwing the ball that great. Team ERA sucks. Vladimir Gutierrez, who is 0-4 with a 741 ERA. There's Freddie Peralta's first win of the season. It should be. That's tomorrow. Then on Thursday, which is a day game, by the way, Hunter Green. Hunter, make sure for those of you that are listening to us on a uh, Brewers affiliate, much like our friends at the Zone in Madison, that you then download the app for the zone in Madison, because then you can still listen to the Bill Michael show, even after our affiliates go to Brewers baseball, just saying. So Hunter Green uh, going up against Adrian Hauser. Hauser is so much better. Hunter Green is kind of the up-and-comer. He's got a little bit of a name. They've got some some energy and juice behind him, but he's 1-3 with a 6 ERA. So the Brewers have opportunity against every one of these pitchers. At some point, the Reds do win a game. Let's just hope it's not over the next three days. So they're bad. They're just a bad, bad baseball team. They're 2-12. and 12. Oh, so they actually have more wins on the road than they do at home. They are 3-19 and 19 on the season. They are 2-12. and 2-12 and 12 away from Great American Ballpark. So they have played 22 games so far this, year's, this season. 14 of them have come on the road. And they're on the road again tonight. 
So maybe when they get back and get a little home cooking, uh, get some of that skyline chili in them, they'll be a little bit better baseball team. But, man, they stink. They're terrible. They may not win 60 games at this pace. They're awful. Uh, said, hell, they may not win 40 games at this pace, to be quite honest with you. You go three for every month? Oh, that's bad. Who? Here's, here's something for you, Ben. Who has more at the end of the season? Reds wins or Yelich home runs? Wow. At this pace, you'd have to go with Yelich. Well, if I say Yelich, then I'm probably putting, putting too much stock in him actually hitting home runs. Well, if you think he's going to get above 15, <laughs> and I, I, I think the Reds are going to end up with 40 or 50 wins, maybe 60 wins on the season, not much more than that. But at this pace, Cincinnati's terrible. Now, when the, when the weather heats up, they're going to score a few more runs at Great American Ballpark. That I do believe. But they're already talking about the you know trading guys away, getting rid of a lot of these contracts that they brought in. I just can't fathom what they're doing with that baseball team. But they're awful. But at this pace, Christian Yelich is going to have far more home runs than Cincinnati will have, have wins. How about <laughs> Cincinnati wins versus Yelich home runs plus times council pulls a pitcher in the sixth inning with a no-hitter? <laughs> I'd probably take if that you, side. If you have that many pitchers throwing no hitters in the sixth inning, this team <laughs> will win 130 games. I mean, they're playing the Pirates a lot. <laughs> yes, they are. And they're playing the Reds a lot. Yep, uh, that I agree with. Uh, what, let's see here. Let's let's go with this. The I'm trying to think. What would be a good What would be a good number for this thing? Let's go with a good number. Um, God, I got to think here for a minute. Reds wins or, hmm, or Yelich RBIs. So I would got 12 this season. Reds wins or Christian Yelich RBIs. I'd kind of hope it'd be Reds wins because if, Yelich gets a lot of RBIs. That means they keep him at the three spot, most likely. But if he's hitting the ball, who the hell cares? I guess that's true. But I would, I'd rather see him hit seventh. What will, what, what will happen this year? More Reds wins or Christian Yelich RBIs? There's, there's your poll question. That's, that's the question. That's good stuff right there. I don't care who you are. Because Yelich is like um, last year he had 51. The year before that was abysmal. The year before that, uh, 2019, and 97, he had 110 in 2018, 81, 98, 44, 54. So it's kind of a wild card. He goes from 44 RBI. After 476 at bats and 126 games in 2015, up to 110 in 2018, when he had 34 home runs. So somewhere in the middle is going to be the truth. Who has more, Christian Yelich RBIs, or the Cincinnati Reds wins this season? Oh, I like that. He had 51 RBI last year and 399 at-bats. That's a fair number to base it on because the Reds suck. Now we start to think, pick that one up. 
877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, feel free. Who are you going with? How about this one? Uh, Reds wins over the entire season or Brewers wins this year over only the Reds and Pirates. <laughs> because they're nine and eight right now against every team not named Pittsburgh. They're six and zero against Pittsburgh. Um, boy, that's a great question too. I'd have to look at how many times those teams play. How many times they play Pittsburgh? How many times they play Cincinnati? I think it's nineteen each. I know correctly, you play your division opponents 19 times throughout the year. So 38. Reds wins 38 or more. Yeah, no, I'm going to, I would take, uh, I would take Reds wins. They got to get, they got to get to 50, right? They got to get to 50 or 60 wins, right? I don't know. They're so bad. I was watching uh, highlights the other day where, they had a couple of foul balls, and the foul balls were dropped. One And both were relatively hard plays. It wasn't like they were easy gimmies, but they were dropped. And then finally, the third pitch or fourth pitch of the at-bat was popped up to the infield right in front of the pitcher's mound. And their catcher, Votto, their first baseman, and their pitcher all ran to the middle of the field and watched it fall between them. They all looked at each other. And it, it, it just it's almost embarrassingly bad. So each team in the division plays each other 19 times, which is 38 between the Brewers playing the Reds and the Pirates. No, nah, I got to go. I would have to go with the Reds on that. How many? I still think it's a pretty good bet. What, who's going to have more? Reds wins or Yelich RBIs? Reds wins or Yelich RBIs? It's been. <laughs> I see what you're posting. <laughs> Bill, it's been one month, and they are uh, minus 65. I know. They suck. They're terrible. They're expected win-loss. You know what's going to happen now, don't you? What, they're going to sweep the Brewers, then we're going to say beat the, the Brewers tonight. Falling? Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. They'll beat the Brewers tonight. You, you know it's coming. The minute we say this, how bad this team is, they'll come out, and tonight it'll be like a no-hit performance, and it'll just be it'll be mayhem. It'll be just mayhem. But if Yelich Woodruff will homers, get shelled tonight, the whole thing. If Yelich homers, then it's all good. Yeah, if Yelich comes in and homers in the first inning, because we're on goes pace. three for four, drives in four, something like that. Oh my goodness! Yeah, big night tonight for Christian Yelich. Give us the over and under on his on his RBIs over the Reds. They get to Tyler Maley in the first first inning, or Tyler Maley. God forbid he comes out, he throws a no hitter through six, and then they pull him. Then they pull him and it gets shelled. That would be the way it would go. And Ben Kenny would then say, see, it doesn't matter which manager does it. They all suck. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with Christian Yelich and RBIs. I'm gonna say he ends up with 64 RBIs, and that is a game or two better, maybe three, better than what the Cincinnati Reds get and wins this year. I feel good about that prediction. Bill early returns on the uh, Twitter poll question of the day. Reds wins or Yelich homers plus times Craig Council pulls a pitcher with a no hitter through five. Uh, Ten votes. It is 78% say Yelich homers (laughs) plus times Council pulls pitchers with no hitters. You're killing me.
Follow Ben Kenny over on Twitter at Ben Z Kenny. You can chime in on the poll question. That's awesome. Like I, <laughs> I joke about this, but at least he has proven to be a great, if not at least competent manager. Oh God. Yeah. And you, he just in wins and losses, you got to give him credit just because he's been so good, but he analytically, they do it right more often than not. They just do. This is this is good that way. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. He's got a great staff. Uh, David Stern's obviously a big believer in analytics, and then you know perpetuates that throughout the organization with the different labs and the things that they look at and the different numbers that they use. Um, I you know it's just the way they they have embraced managing that way, and council who also not that far removed from his playing days, has become very astute to the situations of the game. And sometimes players who have to strive harder to be decent, as he did throughout his entire career, they get it because they have to do the little nuances better. Now, it doesn't always happen because this team has the ineptitude at times to be able to do the little things that matter. But for the grand scheme of things, he's been really good in that that area, but more so embracing the analytics when it comes to Major League Baseball and the use of pitchers. By the way, uh, Willie Adamas, uh, player of the week and player of the month was uh pitcher of the month. I should say was, uh, was Josh Hader. Josh Hader just is automatic as automatic gets just, he's been so lights out. So incredible. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. You want to hit us up? Please feel free to go ahead and do it. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Wabam, W-A-B-A-M. That is get com. Matt Kenseth driving locally in the Wabam car. W-A-B-A-M, go to get wabam.com. It's cleaning supplies, whether it's industrial, whether it's janitorial services, or maybe you just want to clean up the vehicle at home, your motorcycle at home, do some things around the house, have those wet wipes handy that sanitize everything, whatever it happens to be, you can look it up. Go to getwabam.com, W-A-B-A-M, go to getwabam.com, order it, send it right to your home. And you got it good to go. You don't have to go out and start searching for individual things. You can find it all right there on the website. Go to getwabam.com. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Johnson Creek area right off of 94. Just look north because that's where JL Tire Service is. Lyle and the gang, not only are they good people when it comes to trusting them with your vehicle, uh, but they are great people in the community. Uh, do such so much philanthropic work and is always there, especially out in that, uh, that Johnson Creek area and the Watertown area. But if you want to support a really good business who does great quality work and stands behind their work, that is our friends at JL Tire Service. Go to jandltire.com. That's jandltire.com. Right there north of 94, 
at the Johnson Creek exit right there by the uh, the outlet malls. You can see it almost from the highway. Or if you go into Watertown, see J&L Tire there as well. Lyle, his son Chad, everybody, family business. Go out and tell them we said hi. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. How about this? Olin Krutz, I've been listening to Olin Krutz for a long time. Olin Krutz, uh, he has uh, been on uh, the uh, 670 The Score in Chicago for a long time as one of the analysts. And um, apparently, apparently, he went after, he went after uh, one of his colleagues who made some kind of a flippant comment about him and, <laughs> and grabbed him by the neck and choked the dude. So they are canning Olin Krutz from the Upstart Sports Network down in Chicago because he went after the throat of um, one of his one of his colleagues. How about that? Former Bears center Olin Krutz grabbed the neck of a Chicago colleague, Adam Hodge, in response to a flippant remark today, according to sources, costing Krutz his analyst job. I mean, it, it, apparently it really did happen. Because it, I mean, they can't even, like, right now. They can't even right now. In the West Loop office, CHGO's West Loop office, Hodge didn't require treatment, and he did not file a police report. Guys don't do that, you know. But uh, but the former Bears center, Olin <laughs> Krutz, went after Adam Hodge, grabbed him around the neck was a staff meeting in the office. Hodge did not require treatment. Um, he returned to work today as to host the Bears podcast. Um, and then they give you the political ease speak. On Monday morning, an incident occurred. Just tell us the truth. Come on. Olin Krutz is no longer with CHGO. We're shocked by the incident, but we're thankful the employee is okay. The health and safety of our employees are of the utmost importance. Yada, 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 yada. Um, Olin Krutz responded with his own tweet today, quoting former boxer Mike Tyson, saying, quote, social media made y'all way too comfortable with disrespecting people and not getting punched in the face for it. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> there you go. Uh, eight seven seven. And the Cruz is the also the guy that said uh, had uh, Aaron Rodgers did the belt to him, uh, he would have went after him, pissed him off. He would have went after Aaron Rodgers. And I, you know what? I like that. I like that. Disrespect me, I'm going after you. Put up. Let's go. Let's go. Um, Maiden Maiden Focus says, uh, <laughs> Olin Krutz. Uh, no, I think Olin Krutz is Hawaiian, by the way. I Correct me if I'm wrong. I think he is. I shouldn't say Hawaiian. I mean, I think he's from Hawaii. But I think he's from that area. I don't know what nationality specifically he is. But uh, but I think he's from the Hawaii area, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Stefan says, infighting in Chicago, I love it. 
Can't happen to a nicer franchise. Well, it didn't happen within the franchise. It happened with some former Bears. You know, that's uh, that's the way you do it. I don't condone it, but I understand it. Each circumstance has a, uh, how do I put it? Each circumstance has its own precedent around it. You know, if somebody just kind of giving you grief, uh, so be it, you know. If they go too far, tell them to stop, whatever. You know, you give people opportunities. But, hey, for whatever makes you snap, you got to let somebody know, hey, I'm about to snap. And then if they keep pushing and then they go, oh, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe it. Well, sorry about your luck. Sorry about your luck. Um, Yeah, right? Bill says, uh, well, let's at least be appreciative that he didn't run outside, get a gun, and come in and shoot the place up in today's day and age. You're damn straight. That's the way you used to do it. You grabbed a guy by the throat, you threw him to the ground, said shut your mouth. The guy shut his mouth. That's what it was. Now you get into lawsuits and people with insensitivity training and the whole thing, and then you you know, and then when that doesn't work, they run outside to get a gun and shoot to join up. So at least go back to the old school days where you grab a guy by the scruff of his neck and you say, Shut your mouth. I'm getting far off base. Heading down a rabbit hole here. Um God, we got all kinds of stuff. <laughs> ESPN Steve says, hey, Ben, go back to Chicago. Uh, leave them another little present. They deserve it. Then, then hightail it back to Wisconsin. There was nothing done on the public streets that I can confirm. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. That you can confirm. Does that make me Nothing morally... that was done in front of a camera. Yeah, d- does that make me like a morally good person? Yeah, you're good that way. You're good. At least you don't like take an RV down there and pull a Dave Matthews and just pump it out right there through the streets. <laughs> Open up the toilet tank. It's a nice place. It I like it. I know it's not the the darling of this show. Here's, I, here's I the enjoy thing. that We're, city. I do. I'm actually going down there this weekend. I'm going to be uh, on Saturday. I'm going to be in Cedarburg for the Kentucky Derby for the duck races during the Derby. And then on Sunday... Uh, Kristen wants to take the kids to Chicago to go down to the pier and go down and walk around and all that kind of stuff for Mother's Day. So that's so I'm actually going there on Sunday. Going to be heading down that direction. I'll send them your best, though, when I am there. <laughs> uh, Steve-O writes, uh, unit. Uh, I think you got it all wrong. Tonight is going to be a dominating performance by Giannis at the Bucks. They smell blood in the water. They're going to close it out tonight with a, with a punch in the face and then get Chris Middleton back for the next series. Steve-O, I hope you're right. I hope you – now, remember, in the NBA, it's an, it, the NBA is a game of runs, okay? Everybody makes a run. One team will make a run, they'll be up by 20, and then 12 minutes later, all of a sudden, they're down by two. Okay, and then it's a battle to the end. It, it's when everybody begins to play late in the fourth quarter. It's a it's a game of runs. So the Bucks had a run. Game one. Game two, I wouldn't put it past them if indeed they did get a run. However, you got to at least give the Celtics some credit that they have got to shoot better, right? They were horrible beyond the – and the majority of their shots came beyond the arc. The only way they're going to get inside consistently against the Bucs is if they get turnovers and rebounds and get the ball in transition. That's the only way. 
Otherwise, I don't see it happening on a consistent basis. I still think they're going to keep him on the outside looking in. And if they do and they begin hitting their shot, then that will extend the Bucks defense. And the Bucs will be forced to play perimeter D because they really didn't. They didn't play a lot of perimeter D this past game. They just denied the inside and told the Celtics, go beat us from the outside. And, and if and when you do, we'll start to bring the, the defense out. So if the, if, the, if the Celtics start hitting their shots, it could be different. Agreed. 877-867-1670. Epoxy flooring done right. That is our buddy Sean and the gang. Epoxy flooring done right. They do such good work. They've, they've done my home. They've done others that I know. Uh, they're doing the Dockhounds new stadium right now and finishing that up. So our friends at Epoxy flooring done right. Uh, they do such good work, and the quality of the workmanship has been fantastic. Uh, and I think just there, maybe there's been one person that's contacted me that said, hey, and, you know, I had a problem. And Sean took care of it right away. I mean, they, they, they're they great people, and they're right here in our own backyard. That's Epoxy Flooring Done Right, providing Wisconsin home and business owners the epoxy flooring coating services, polyurea coating services at reasonable prices, quality workmanship, different colors, different finishes. They can even paint that specific room. They're located, again, right here in Wisconsin, from Green Bay to Milwaukee to Madison, everywhere in between. Call my buddy Sean, 262-443-2852. That's Epoxy Flooring DoneRight.com. EpoxyFlooringDoneRight.com. Or call Sean, 262-443-2852. That's 262-443-2852. Give him a shot. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show. A couple of segments yet to go right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. If you're looking for something to do, maybe a place to go and watch a game tonight, fire up that victory cigar. Oh, you can do it. You can do it. Our friends at The Nice Ash, downtown uh, Waukesha, thenicash.com, thenicash.com, 323 West Main Street, and Joette and her staff are fantastic. Going to see Aaron or Trish or Crystal, all of them are just golden, golden people, really good people. Stop in, tell them we said hi, but a uh, good place to go tonight. Watch the game. they got screens all over the place. Check out thenicash.com, or uh, even better, going over the weekend. They have music there on Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. So good stuff. Um, getting back uh, into the uh, into the Packers side of things, the uh, Mark says, "Did you see the DK Metcalf news? He is no longer available." I did. We mentioned that a little bit earlier and saw that come out. So for those that had this glimmer of hope that somehow, some way, shape, or form, DK Metcalf was going to be. Um, was going to be available and that the Packers could possibly end up with him. He said uh, earlier today that he is going to work a deal out to remain in Seattle for a very long time. So he he's not going anywhere. That's not going to happen. Doesn't mean there's still not opportunity out there that the Packers couldn't go after somebody and get another wide receiver. And I still think that's going to happen. I just don't know specifically who. you got to look at who may or may not be cut on June 1st. Uh, I would assume at this point, you're probably pretty much stand pat, but as Eric Baranchek said earlier in the program, 
one of the first things you have to do if you're the Green Bay Packers, you got to get a deal done with Jair. So I would, uh, I got to think that they're working on a deal for Jair right now. I got now Ward's deal over in, in Cleveland is just crazy stupid. And I, I know that changed the landscape. But after Jair, Jair was one of the top defenders, man-to-man defenders specifically, in the league prior to going down with a shoulder injury last year. Didn't play much of the season last year, as we all know. So did that, I mean, that had to hurt a little bit of his value. Maybe he's not going to get the top three, the top three, uh, you know, corner pay throughout the National Football League, but he's certainly going to be near top five, top six, something like that, you know? So you got to think that he's going to get that kind of that kind of uh that kind of look see. Oh, by the way, Devon, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, suspended 6 games for PEDs. How about that? How about that? Uh the uh, wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals was suspended today 6 games by the NFL for PEDs. He said he's shocked and confused. Shocked and confused. Shocked and confused when it comes to uh, when it comes to uh, why he ended up getting getting uh, getting canned, so to speak. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up again. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. So you've got you know when you look at Jalen Ramsey, uh, Bradbury, Marlon Humphrey, Shaquille Griffin, you start to look at some of these payroll. Uh, numbers coming out. Jair Alexander is 6.17% of the team's total salary, sitting there at 13.294, one of the top paid players for the Green Bay Packers. You're trying to get that number down, but you're also looking at right now the cap hits for some of these guys. Now, if you redo a deal with Jair, then chances are this season and next, depending on how long the deal is for, you're going to be able to get that number down. You'd like to see to get. You'd like to get that number to about six, seven. You know, give yourself some additional, you know, wiggle room, so to speak, if you do want to bring somebody else in. But you got to remember that the Green Bay Packers, right now, when it comes to the total, the the cap tracker, if you will, uh, and the availability of teams, it, it just the Packers right now don't have a ton of money left available on the table. They've only got about fourteen million bucks. That's it. And Jair is the, the, the third, and he is only about $100,000 less than David Bakhtiari this season. Just an FYI. But this is his last year. You want to get him done. What is it going to cost you to keep him, though? That's the big question. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. The poll question. By the way, I can't, I can't, I can't go anywhere without uh, talking about this. Who's going to have more at the end of the season? Christian Yelich or the Cincinnati Reds? Christian Yelich RBIs or the Cincinnati Reds when it comes to wins? Right now, eighty-two point one or eighty-one point two percent of you saying Christian Yelich and RBIs. <laughs> Eighty-five people have voted. If you want to find that, it's over on Twitter, Twitter.com/slash unbill at bill underscore michaels at bill underscore michaels however you still have the other poll question trending over the ben kenny page which is talking about the number of wins for the cincinnati reds or the number of homers and how many times craig council pulls a pitcher with a no hitter after six innings <laughs> i said through five to be safe through through five it okay, could be five, five and a third 
Okay. Seventy-four uh, <laughs> percent say yellow chomers and okay. cancel pulling pitchers. There you go. So, what's who's going to have more, Christian Yelich, RBIs, or the Cincinnati Reds when it comes to wins? Eighty-five votes. Hit us up. You can hit myself and Ben up over on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels at Bill underscore Michaels or at Ben Z Kenny at Ben Z Kenny, and you can find that stuff over there. Good stuff. Uh, what else do we have here? The ND Group says, uh, "Hey, unit, uh, love the Olin Krutz rant." It wasn't really a rant. I'm just kind of saying, Olin Krutz is one of those old school dudes. You mess with him, he tells you to knock it off. You keep messing, he's going to go after you. You know, it's kind of. I, I believe that's probably going to be the way it played out. That's probably what happened. You know, probably could see he was getting a little upset, and after a while, uh, Hodge just kept going. So he he ended up grabbing around the he didn't like throw him to the ground beat the hell out of him apparently he choked him grabbed him by the neck don't you say you know that kind of thing but yeah he didn't he didn't run outside and get his feelings hurt or go to hr he he, he didn't go outside and pull a weapon out and come back in and fire up the joint he just handled it the way old dudes handle it um so thank you very much nd group Appreciate it. Uh, Mark said, I saw the retweet of my front page story. What is that all about? Uh, th- that was what Ross Tucker, uh, who's been on the show with us many times, Ross Tucker has this website called My Front Page Story. And uh, it's basically you take something about someone, you send them some pictures, say it's a wife or a girlfriend or a dad or, you know, mother, whatever. I mean, whatever it happens to be. And they then call you. And they'll interview you, these writers. There are like 10 writers. They, they all from all over the country. And they interview you. And then they write what would be like a front page story about your loved one or whatever it is you want to do, you know. And they write this story and it comes in a frame and it looks like a newspaper. And it looks like your person got a front page story written about them in whatever times it is, you know, the, you know, say the Wisconsin Times or something like that. And it's just a really cool gift. And and the fact that it has quotes in there from you or from your kids or whatever, or from your significant other, or whatever it happens to be, it, it it's meaningful. It's a personalized gift that you would give to somebody or about somebody. And that's what it is. So I retweeted that earlier today. Ross Tucker uh, po- reposted that, and I just kind of tweeted it. And thank you for noticing. Thank you for following over on Twitter. Appreciate that. Uh, Kim says, uh, with the perimeter being so bad, shooting, uh, talking about the shooting of the Boston Celtics, uh, do the Bucks even de- need to defend the perimeter? Just collapse on the inside, make sure that nobody gets inside you and get second chance opportunities, and the Bucks should win the game. Well, but again, I go back to the fact that this team, this Celtics team, is a, is better shooting. Okay, if the Bucks indeed leave them open from the outside and they hit any kind of a rhythm at all, that's going to extend the defense. You're going to have you're going to either be forced to move it out to play hardcore man to man. And then all of a sudden you're talking about the switches and and give and goes and all that kind of stuff. And then you're going to have to defend it. Not that the Bucks can't, but what they're going to try to do and they'd be crazy not to is to figure out a way to pull Giannis or Lopez beyond the paint to get them outside so then they can dribble, drive and penetrate. And then possibly, but you, the only way you can do that is if you start hitting from the outside. I don't put that past Boston because they have that capability. They shot poorly in game one. I don't look for the same in game two. And smart being a game time decision, we'll wait and see with that, t- contu- that quad contusion. But 
And I don't want to hear, by the way, Celtic Bob, I don't want to hear your crap about, well, if Smart can't play. Shut up. Chris Middleton's not playing in this series. You lose guy for guy, man. Come on. You were pretty much at full strength in game one. You couldn't beat him. You know, whether with or without Smart. And God knows, was it was it was it soccer like when he grabbed his arm and it was hanging and he was running off the court? He didn't even stop at the bench to say hi to anybody. He just ran off the court. Oh my God! Oh, it's falling off. And then all we hear about today is a quad contusion. What happened to the shoulder? What happened to the arm? It wasn't dislocated. I thought it was dislocated. I thought he took a little slap on his shoulder and just it got spun around or something funny happened to it, and we'd be hearing about a dislocation and he'd be out the rest of the series. Instead, all we hear about is the quad. We don't hear anything about the shoulder or the arm. That guy looked like he was dead. He was running off the court in this agony. Oh, my God. It's I, I can't even, you know, God, if I even went to the bathroom, I can't even wipe my own ass. I've lost complete use of my limbs. Oh, my God. And then he comes running back out like nothing's wrong. It's like a soccer player rolling on the ground when he doesn't even get touched, holding his face to be carted off on a stretcher, only to come running back on about 37 seconds later when he realizes his team needs him. That was Marcus Smart doing the ultimate, oh, my God, my limbs have been torn from their sockets flop right then and there. 877-867-1670. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michaels Show. Final segment coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. segment of the Bill Michaels show. Good stuff coming up tonight. Brewers, Reds back at it. Bucks coming up tonight as well. Brewers, Reds, by the way, 640 will be the tip time tonight. 640, or excuse me, Brewers and Reds will be, uh, 640 will be the first pitch tonight. Tip time tonight on TNT. Because you got two good games tonight. You got the Warriors and the Grizzlies. And uh, that's coming up tonight as a late game. But uh, on TNT, you got the Bucks and the Celtics. They tip off 6 o'clock Central Time. 6 o'clock Central Time tonight. Marcus Smart will be a game-time decision. Uh, everybody else should be good to go in this one. And, uh, it's, you know, can the Bucks steal game two? I am going to be firmly entrenched. I might eat. Tonight might be the night. I got a little running around to do, but I'm going to come back. I got my bourbon, got my beer, got my cigar. Ready to go. Tonight might be the night where I'm doing a little Facebook Live. Look for that tonight, Ben. I'll live up to this promise tonight. Will ya? Because last time I did, I last time I I said I would do it, I didn't, and I ended up having a really bad migraine, which I don't get very often. But I ended up just crashing early. I took some meds and off to La La Land, and I get those maybe once tops twice a year, but that one was coming on, and I thought, nope, not going to sit up and watch TV. Just go home, go to bed, close your eyes, you're good to go. Tonight might have to do a little bit. Tonight might get that done. I will log so on if the Brewers go down three nothing. <laughs> just an early shutout. The Reds hit it around a little bit. I'll log on then. Okay. All right. Uh, if you want to follow the, uh, the the Twitter poll, follow the Twitter poll. My Twitter poll right now, uh, the one over on my uh, Facebook or uh, my uh, Twitter page, uh, is who's going to have more at the end of the season, Christian Yelich with the RBIs or the Cincinnati Reds with wins? 80.2% of you say Christian Yelich in the RBIs. Uh, 19.8% say the Cincinnati Reds with wins. The Reds stink on ice. They are 3 
and 19. 3 and 19 coming into this series. They won three games in the month of April. Suck. Massively. <laughs> Just massive. Ben, your Twitter poll is? Reds wins versus Christian Yelich home runs. I believe he currently sits with three. Plus times council pulls a pitcher with a no hitter through five innings, which I don't think is any right now. There might be one. Or maybe it was close. I think it was close. I Wasn't might it, count the curse. Was it Woodruff? Was, yeah. was it Woodruff that had a no hitter going? Yeah. And then he gave up the hit. And then I went ahead and got him after that. Okay. Because I was watching Woodruff, that by game, the way, waiting the tonight for Woodruff to get yanked. I know. You were just and you were world. praying that Woodruff would keep the no hitter going so you could see Craig Council come out and yank him. It's because our That's morning show guys, th- their brains explode whenever it happens. I know. I know, but that's Ebo because him and his wife are working out. They're getting buff. <laughs> they're, 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 you know, they're petting their cat on a regular basis. And boy, they make a lot of healthy food. I watch them do their cooking videos. They're making a ton of healthy food and they're living some kind of other life right now. They're, 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 they're living the, they're living the healthy completely. I think they got on the poncha cleanse. I think they're doing the poncha cleanse too. I wouldn't be surprised. I would look around the office to see if there's anything plugged up. Oh, you might say that as a joke. I would not be surprised at all. No, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I think Ebo would do that just to do it, to say he's done it too. I just don't know, you know, I don't know if you do that with your significant other. Hey, guess what? We're both going to do this thing where our colons are going to fall out. How do you like that? <laughs> oh, great, great. Let's go pet the cat. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I give him grief, but his beautiful wife just had a birthday. I shouldn't do that. Uh, so the Reds and the Brewers coming up tonight, 640. Uh, Brandon Woodruff on the hill for the crew. Tyler Maley. Going to the Hill tonight uh, for the god-awful, sucktastic Cincinnati Reds. The Bucks and the Celtics, they tip off uh, out in the Eastern Conference Finals. Game two coming up tonight between these two teams, and uh, that is going to take place. Six o'clock will be the tip time tonight. Six o'clock this evening. And uh, I already gave you the best places to eat over there in Boston, so go to the historic joints and call it a day. Uh, real quick, before we get out of here, Mark says, can you give me that website again? My company would think about sponsoring a table for the Gridiron Grates. That's what it is, Gridiron Grates. Go to gridirongrates.org, gridirongrates, gridirongrates.org, and then click on the events page. There's an events link at the top, and it's the Hall of Fame Gala. And it's presented by the Mike Ditka's Gridiron Grates Assistance Fund, which raises money for a lot of the uh, the former uh, players that don't have access to the same funds that a lot of the players of today do that have been suffering health-wise for a long time. And I'll hint between you and me. This is a hint between you and me. Um, I don't think Mike Ditka is going to do too many appearances after this. Mike is getting up there in years, and my little bird told me that this might be it for Mike as far as going out and doing these appearances. Uh, they still have the Cigars with the Stars coming up in uh, in Phoenix, Arizona on February 9th. And we're going to be a part of that. And we love going there. And, and Ron Jaworski such an incredibly great guy. We love talking with him. But I just don't think that, you know, Mike's going to be doing a lot of these uh, for the remainder of his time. So uh, it's going to be it's it's going to be a really special night. And I, I was just mentioning a little while ago that uh, one of the guys that's being inducted into their Hall of Fame is none other than uh, Frankie Winters. Frankie Winters of the Green Bay Packers. So if you're looking for a reason to go, that is that is reason enough 
to head down to Chicago. And it's going to be a special night. We're going to have fun. We're going to get in our rooms over there at the uh, Sheridan Four Points uh, right there on the Riverwalk and uh, head over, enjoy the night. Maybe a, maybe a cigar with Ditka. Who knows if the weather's good enough. That'll do it. That'll do it for us. Apologize for the last segment of the program and the sound dropping off. But uh, nevertheless, we're back at it again tomorrow. And we'll talk about game two between the Bucks and the Celtics. We're going to talk about game one between the Brewers and the Reds. And anything else that happens between now and then, we got so much going on. It ain't even funny. Good, good stuff. Thanks to Eric Baranchek for joining us today. Eric's always fantastic. Thanks to him for coming out. Thanks to our buddy, uh, Mr. Chad Reuter, for being here as well. Always good to talk with him from the NFL.com. That's it. That'll do it. Time for us to go. Let's go, Bucks. Bucks and five in this one. Bucks and five. Brewers get a win tonight. Book it. Till we talk again tomorrow. Have a good one. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.